Hi, it's Nick. Welcome back to another episode of The Breathing 411. The 411 stands for four thoughts, one quote, and one answer all around optimizing our breath and therefore optimizing our life. And we have a very scary addition for Halloween. Just kidding. No, we don't, but we have a good one. So let's jump straight into thought number one. And it is titled, The ROI for Our Daily Morning Self-Care Practice. And here's a quote. Think of mindful meditation as a smart investment of your time, offering such returns as being less reactive, less stressed, and more alert, grateful, and content. All of these will help you optimize the rest of your morning and whatever else the day brings. End quote. And that is Lori Cameron from The Mindful Day. And I think that those returns sound good to me. I hope they do to you. And really, they apply to any self-care practice we do, right? They're all going to help us be less reactive, less stressed, and more alert. And remember that by being less reactive, less stressed, more alert, and more grateful, everyone you interact with will also profit. So it is a win-win on that ROI. And with that, I'll move on to thought number two. Breathing 3.0, directing our own lives. And here's a quote. Motivation 3.0 is all about intrinsic motivation. It's spurred by Pink's belief that the secret to high performance isn't our biological drive or our reward and punishment drive, but our third drive, our deep-seated desire to direct our own lives, to extend and expand our abilities, and to make a contribution, end quote. And that is Peter Hollins from The Science of Self-Learning. Such an awesome book title. And it was Stephen Pink. He was um, quoting within that. You have to go back and look at the email one to see where it starts and ends. All right. But this idea of Motivation 3.0 made me think we should create Breathing 3.0. It's not focused on any one benefit or method, right? Instead, it's about, quote, our deep-seated desire to direct our own lives, to extend and expand our abilities, and to make a contribution. What better way to do all of those than with our body's most important function, our breath? So practice a little breathing 3.0 this week, and I will move on to thought number three, which is slow breathing with or without resonance gives similar benefits. And here's a quote. Within the context of this study, we found that breathing at resonance frequency or one breath above resonance frequency induced significant hemodynamic and autonomic changes, but we were unable to detect any differences between the two breathing schemes. This raises the question as to whether precise measurement of the resonance frequency is essential for the reported beneficial clinical effects of individualized resonance frequency or a standardized pace breathing at five to seven breaths per minute is all that is required. End quote. That was a lot, but that was from a paper titled Acute Effects of Resonance Frequency Breathing on Cardiovascular Regulation. All right, so much good stuff in this paper, but the two key points I have from this are one, we each have a personal resonance frequency breathing rate that is theorized to maximize the benefits of our slow breathing practice. We've talked about that a lot, right? 
However, what they found is slow breathing at or even close to our resonance frequency gives similar benefit, beneficial cardioautonomic outcomes. So not a huge difference between the two in terms of heart rate variability, blood pressure, all of these different things, um, sympathetic uh, nervous system firing. Both of them helped out pretty much equally. My Okay, so my less science, so that's the two takeaways, my less scientific but practical takeaway for our daily practice is as follows. Don't stress over trying to find your perfect rate. Of course you can if you want to, but don't stress over it, right? Just use a comfortable pace that's less than seven breaths per minute and enjoy the power of slow breathing. So make sure you do that. And I will move on to thought number four. Breathing's biggest benefit is dot, dot, dot. And here's a quote from Wallace J. Nichols in Blue Mind, quote, but for me and for millions of people everywhere, the best and biggest benefits of water are all emotional. Try as we might, no amount of scientific data, fMRI scans, EEG readings, or carefully designed research projects can, can really show us exactly what we feel at those moments, end quote. And I just love that. And just like that, similarly, I think... The same is true for our breathing or really any mindfulness practice, right? The best benefits are all emotional. Try as we might, we can take HRV or sleep or all these cardioautonomic measurements. None of those can show us exactly how we feel in those moments when we do our practice and when we finish our practice. So make sure you feel more of those moments this week. And with that, I will move on to the one quote. It's a great one. Quote, I think it's fair to say that when you have your attention on your breath, it's in a safe place. It's like putting your consciousness in neutral. End quote. And that is Andrew Weil, MD, from that great little audio tape I brought up way too much recently. The master key to breathing, the master key to self-healing. All right, and finally, the one answer for this week, the category is breathing forces. The answer is our breathing muscles and airways don't actually move air, but instead create differences in this between the atmosphere and our lungs, which forces into air into or out of the lungs. So when it forces air in, it's an inhalation. When it forces air out, it's an exhalation. What are differences in air pressure? That is how breathing works, folks. When we our diaphragm contracts, it expands our lungs. That, reduce, that increases the volume of the lungs, thus decreasing the pressure, the air pressure inside. That creates a pressure gradient. Air flows in. The reverse happens on the exhale. So that is the power of breathing and air forces. All right. That is it for this week. Remember the ROI on your daily breathing practice or whatever practice you do, feeling less stress, more alert, and that's a benefit for everyone. Remember to go out and practice to feel more of these. As Michael or as Wallace J. Stevens says, the best benefits are emotional. So the more you practice, the more you will feel it. Remember to Breathing 3.0, sorry, I almost forgot that one. This is a quiz for me, by the way. I never look at this when I when I recap at the end of the podcast. It's always to test my memory. That's why I go out of, out of order sometimes. Remember, 3.0 
intrinsic motivation, breathing is the way to actually embody that, right? To embody those principles of what motivation 3.0 through our breath. And remember, most importantly, just to find a comfortable pace for you when you do your slow breathing practice. It doesn't have to be perfect. According to science, it does not have to be perfect. You know, there's always new findings, so maybe they'll change their mind. But from everything I've seen, just breathe at a comfortable pace, usually somewhere between three and seven breaths per minute, and enjoy the power of slow breathing. And if you go out trick-or-treating, be safe and have fun. I'll see you next time.